0: Hi everyone, welcome to an altcoin bible here on a Wednesday. I've got three exciting cryptos to share with you a Danger Zone, a Wonder Watch and a Cherry right One is absolutely flying off the handle and we do have to plug ourselves a little bit here because in these sessions over the last uh, few weeks, we have been saying that Litecoin is absolutely ready to fire because it is going towards its halving. Uh, happening in August. So that fundamental analysis can be super, super important when positioning yourself in a trade or an investment for a long period of time. It's why we're very bullish on Bitcoin, of course, for next year with the supply shock. But currently Litecoin is absolutely surging. We think it's got to do with that uh, narrative. And of course, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Traders and investors position themselves early to capture that upside. It's about how you play it. From there. So uh, I bet you guess which one is my cherry up after me saying that. So I'll check that out in just a in just a tick. But I want to start with uh the main coin mania. So Pepe, we had uh Pepe as um, I believe, uh, potentially one to watch. And then I may have flipped it to my danger zone the week after, uh, with good reason because generally when we see uh meme coins begin to pop off, you think uh, you know, Dogecoin, uh Shiba Inu, some of these, you know, Floki, uh, other ones like that, they, they're just constantly popping up. And they disappear as quick as they, um, you know, they've had their, had their run. Now, um, Dogecoin and Shiba and Floki, they're going to be around for a while and probably Pepe is as well. But you've just got to know how liquidity runs in, in these, um, in these markets because generally once, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum, those larger caps have had their fun. A lot of the, those profits on liquidity filters down to you know lower caps, and then of course the meme uh, mean pumps. And you just see these lower lower cap cryptos get absolutely um, you know pumped to buggery because there's just there's no liquidity in there, and a few people buying them one after the other, and send it skyrocketing. And it's really about riding it before you get out. Um, in a bit of a, I guess, a suckers rally, but you can make a ton of money off it. Don't get me wrong. Um, however, when I see them just going absolutely parabolic and you know going off the chain, and we're not even in a bull market, you really have to be so so careful about staying in them because those people that bought, you know, super super low, and even the insiders that know about it, maybe the people created the coin, since it goes five hundred thousand percent. As, soon as they start dumping their enormous holds of that token because they go, okay, we've had our fun here, let's start dumping on the market, uh, all those people that are buying in behind them as it moves higher are just going to get eviscerated in a massive downward move. So, um, look, again, I said Pepe is probably here to stay. I think it might um, because it has sort of reached a certain um Area in terms of um, cultural phenomenons, style, status—you know—all over the media. It's got high liquidity now on some big exchanges, so I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. But that doesn't stop me from looking at the technicals and think this is just like another, this is another setup or another breakdown. You know, similar to what happened over here on the left-hand side. I'll just explain why. Um, I've got a very simple horizontal level just drawn here. See, WICK, WICK breakdown, climb back above. This is the twenty-one moving average on the four-hour time frame, climb back above just, you know, and then it made this little high over here, sort of reached up into the left-hand side here. But then since then, it's been lower high, lower high, you know, wick, wick, wick. Then it dropped underneath the moving averages again, and it came back to this horizontal, and it actually finally, you know, closed beneath it. This is very bearish in my view. You can just see how these this candle here wicked back into the the triangle, just got beaten back down, closed beneath it. Uh, This candle here is closed beneath it here. This is two four-hour candles. If this closes in 34 minutes beneath here, I suspect that we're going to see some downside here. We, you know, we could have another pump back in here, but mine, this is a clear bearish setup where we see. Uh, you know some downside from here. You know breakdown. This is a, a descending wedge, which uh, in this environment, you know, if people just selling, not a lot of buyers coming in, and thinking Pepe's a great buy here. You might get a few people, but not like we were seeing in that big move up. So what you can do here in these sort of situations is you say a Fibonacci retracement tool to see where it might go, um, and just I've drawn it there. So generally it follows, and this isn't this isn't gospel, this isn't perfect, but um, generally these patterns can play out about the height of the the, the previous pattern so if we just have a look here this is what uh you know roughly you know, that's 18 percent there but it's probably if it breaks down it's probably coming down to the 0.618 at least Um so what's that uh, 144 in terms of price you know after all those zeros i would not be surprised to see pepe come down to 0.786 here if not lower but uh, in this area you'd start to get reasonably interested again in something like a pepe Um, just because you will see a bit of exhaustion. But again, you just don't know because this is a new coin. You could just see constant sellers. We could then see Bitcoin roll over and you could just see this whole thing uh, move lower. The stock RSI looks like it wants to take another roll over here. Normal RSI, you know, hugging underneath the moving average, looking like it maybe wants to come back down lower. So everything pointing to me uh, down here. So Pepe absolutely in the danger zone based on a few things I've just put together there. This is just on the 4-hour. I don't have much price action history on Binance, but I'm sticking to Binance because it's got that, that high liquidity. So this is where people are going to go in terms of Binance. They're going to log into Binance. It's very easy to get an account there, uh, again, high liquidity. So you just chuckle your Pepe on that on that exchange, and then you know your sell orders are likely going to get it filled on that exchange versus going to something like a BitGo or somewhere wherever Pepe started. So Binance is where you will want to um, sell it, and that's where you're likely to see the biggest Um, inflows of pepe coin and and then the dumps off so yeah that's what i wanted to bring to your attention guys it's definitely my danger zone this week so be very careful with uh, pepe all right let's move on over to matisse so with all the um, congestion talk of ethereum and bitcoin over the last few weeks now i'll just point out that bitcoin congestion at least the transaction fees have dropped off um, essentially back to where they were a few weeks ago so all the hullabaloo is essentially about nothing um, but it still begs into question the need for scalability, especially layer twos on Ethereum, there will be, there are some layer twos coming online with, with Bitcoin, but uh, it's less of an issue, layer two on Bitcoin is more lightning focused for the payments, but if you're wanting to do, you know, like a Ethereum style situation on Bitcoin, you might have to look at something like uh, Stacks, which I know Joe did a really good write up about that recently. I'm going to focus on the narrative around layer twos on Ethereum, because I still think that is the main driver. That's where a lot of the money and liquidity is going to go in terms of layer twos, because Ethereum is is the trendsetter in terms of stable coins and uh, developer activity. So that's where it's going to be built, those layer twos on top of it. I'm going to focus today, you know, we've looked at optimism, we've looked at uh, Arbitrum different layer twos like that. But Matisse is just hovering here. It's got a lower market cap. It's got a lot of potential to the upside, in my view, based on some fundamental analysis as well. It's having some issues at the moment with RV integration, uh, not a lot of uh, marketing. But again, I, I will add some fundamentals in these sessions, but I'm just going to look at pure technical to see where it sits. The layer twos, I think, is going to get that next bounce up as Ethereum is struggling to scale with the sharding so the layer twos, again, like Arbitrum, Optimism, Matisse, some of these should do really well out of this um, as Ethereum approaches the next bull market. But if we're looking here at um, Matisse, you know, it sort of had the lows around this area down here, had a really nice run-up with the Aave release, $43. And since then, we've got this lower high, so the high over here, lower high, lower high. But, you know, coming down here, we've made these three lower lows. So incredibly bearish. Um, you know, price action there. But what we're looking for here is you know potential exhaustion and then a change of trend. And for that to happen, in my eyes, and this is my why well, it's my wonder watch because it's got kind of a narrative in the background, is this pattern developing? This looks. You know is pretty clear to me as, as like a falling wedge um pattern. You got the wick, wick, and ideally you want this bit lower, but I like to go from the bodies of the candles. Um, and this wick here, so wick, wick, wick. So it's three touches, then up here, one, two, and I, I think we get another wick here. So I expect this to fully happen here. Something like that, hit there, and we either come back down here or we blast up out of a falling wedge. So falling wedge is, is typically, in my view, a reversal pattern when you see it towards a bottoming formation. Uh, It's also a nice pattern to bust up through um, resistance and whatnot, but it can go both ways. But what I'm looking at here in terms of Matisse is um, it just needs that impetus to go higher. And we've got a very clear bullish divergence, a pretty big one, to be honest, um, on the daily Matisse. And and what I'm talking about bullish divergence is we're seeing price very clearly drop lower, as we were discussing with those lower lows, just continuing to roll out. But on the RSI, so this is the strength of what's happening with buyers and sellers, we're actually seeing that price is making higher lows. So there's a low there, higher low, higher low. So price is falling, sellers are throwing everything at this market, but the momentum of the bulls is climbing. So eventually this dynamic in price will change. I'm seeing the stock RSI down here, which is essentially an indicator of an indicator, indicator of the RSI, that's bottoming out as well. So Generally, when I see these divergences on uh, daily, you know, daily charts, generally they do move in the direction, and that's just my experience. So I'm putting it out there that I'm getting very interested in Matisse here because it looks pretty doom and gloom if you're just looking at it, you know, on face value. But underneath the hood, I think this actually has a pretty strong reaction to the upside, especially if Bitcoin starts making its move uh, above twenty seven thousand three hundred, and that's that's what I um, fully expect. So. Um, yeah, this is definitely my one to watch this week. So um, you know, entry zones anywhere at the you know the bottom edge of this sort of wedge falling around these, these kind of areas. So just for ultra clarity, anywhere along here, I think you know, in this cluster and you know, probably chuck in here, uh, volume as well. Yeah, so it's clinging to this volume cluster here. Uh, if it drops, yeah, that looks pretty good. There's a bit of a gap here. If it drops, say from here, it's coming down to the bottom of this wedge. It will get stuck on about $20, I think. So that would be optimum. You know, buy air if it hits in there in wicks, that would be fantastic. Uh, but right now it's getting stuck in this area of uh, volume. So this is a really nice place, in my view, uh, to start um, you know, accumulation. So that would be uh, where I'd get very, very interested. All right, let's move on to our cherry ripe. Absolutely blitzing it up 20-something percent since it was over 13th last week. Where is it now? 21%. So down in the low 70s with Bitcoin's flush uh, and up here. Now, I believe we were saying, you know, look at these levels. You can see I've still got these levels on the charts. Um, We're looking at, you know, Wonder Watch Litecoin and CherryWrite Litecoin. These are the areas you're looking to accumulate. It So 75, you know, hit it on the nose. That was a key Fibonacci level. Also into these boxes of volume support, which I drew. I'll just drag that um, across as well. So that, in my eyes, coming back down, this area in here, this cluster, this volume area, this is a really great spot to grab some light on on any pullback um, going higher into the halving. But you see that strength. You know, you, a lot of people were waiting, you know, once it breaks through here, they thought, OK, I'll we'll accumulate back down here. Never gave it to them. Kept climbing through these moving averages. And this is the four hours well, just throughout there. But so lots of moving averages starting to really creep up when the 20 and the um, the, you know, the 50 and the 100, they start stacking on top of one another up here and the 200 then goes on the bottom. That's when Litecoin's absolutely firing. But this, you know, just looking at it is a really, really strong move. It shows that bulls are, are really in control here. is blitzing to new levels. Uh, stock RSI's at high levels as well. Just on the four hour, I would start, the you know, the daily looks really good as well, but I would start to get a little bit concerned that this is overextending itself just in a healthy way. And I think it needs to come back down to, you know this kind of level here you've got the 200 four hour um moving average here at about 88. so I think anywhere between 91 down to uh, 90 90 89 88 that's kind of where you really want to you know cluster those um in my view I would cluster those buy orders around that point I know I am because um, I'm in an active um, Litecoin so full exposure there but just looks fantastic um, from an overall technical standpoint, and again, we've been saying it so often because of the relative strength Micron has been showing in as Bitcoin. There's either there's got to be something behind it. There's a narrative pull, and it's definitely the the halving. So expect this to actually increase um, as this moves. And now more eyeballs on it, you get the media onto it as well, and that's when it can really start to you know go into more of a a parabolic blow off move. I don't think we're there yet um, because we've still got, you know, a few. You know, I think it's 50 days before halving generally. Night when tops out, and you've got to be very careful as well with preconceptions that something's going to play out exactly the same as last time. I'd be very careful if this starts just ramping vertically, which you know it's at risk of doing. I'd, I do want to see a healthy pullback here. Um, but once it starts to go, you know, vertical, you have to be very, very careful. Even if it's you're still very way away from the halving. So, um, yeah, for mine, these are the kind of areas you want to start looking at Litecoin uh, and get very interested. The eighty-six through to ninety-one. Uh, just for mine, just keep it really simple. You know, one level at a time. There's really strong volume support just beneath it at you know ninety-one. So uh, yeah, play it level by level, and let's just have a quick look at the. God, look at the daily. Just one, two, three, four. So four consecutive green candles. I will just throw out there that it's very rare that you will have, you know, a continued, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's it's very rare that it just keeps going up like that. You're going to have a pullback to retest some key level that's just ripped through as support. And on the daily, I can't see a more obvious level than this right here, volume support, key moving average support, and that's at 89.88. So, you know, beautiful level uh, if this is going to do something like this, you know, maybe a little bit deeper and compute and do that, so you'd almost have that left shoulder inverse head right shoulder and then boom off so um yeah pretty bullish on micro and also the um momentum indicators rsi looks fantastic it's coming into a real peak state love to see the stock rsi cool off a little bit and just roll over to the right which i think it's going to do in this area here and pull out the fibonacci retracement as well to try and see where those levels might be but again beware that the relative strength is really strong so it may not reach some of those Lower levels, but anything's possible if Bitcoin starts rolling over. All right, guys. Hope you have enjoyed this altcoin bubble. As always, I have an absolute blast. So take it easy. See you next time. Bye.